Hello, Rebels. You're listening to a free audio-only recording of my show, Rebel Roundup. Now, if you like listening to this podcast, then you would love watching it. But in order to watch, you need to be a subscriber to Rebel News Plus. That's what we call our long-format TV-style shows here on The Rebel. Subscribers get access to watching my weekly show, as well as other great TV-style shows, too. It's only $8 a month to subscribe, or you can subscribe annually and get two months free. And just for podcast listeners, you can also save an extra 10% on a new premium membership by using the coupon code PODCAST when you subscribe. Just go to rebelnewsplus.com to become a member. And please leave a five-star review on this podcast and subscribe in iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Those reviews are a great way to support Rebel News without spending a dime. And now, enjoy this free audio-only version of my show. Welcome to Rebel Roundup, ladies and gentlemen, and the rest of you, in which we look back at some of the very best commentaries of the week by your favorite Rebels. I'm your host, David Menzies. Remember how the Freedom Convoy in Ottawa was demonized by the government and the mainstream media? It was all a bunch of ludicrous propaganda, of course, but Alexa Lavoie recently went to Ottawa to cover a Freedom Convoy counter-protest Staged by the usual suspects, you know, the spirit unicorn soy boy soldiers and the Antifa types. And wow, talk about a basket full of deplorables. Alexa will join me to sort out who's who in the Ottawa Zoo. And hey folks, we recently added a new premium content show. It's called Misunderstood. Gee, what's that? Well, just to ensure that there are no misunderstandings, the show's co-hosts, Catherine Krozanowski and Natasha Biazzi, shall drop by in studio to explain all. And finally, letters. We get your letters. We get your letters every minute of every day. And I'll share some of your responses regarding our visit to a Trudeau photo op last Friday that took place at a Toronto-Ukrainian Catholic church. Alas and alack, independent journalists were not allowed to go into the church. Indeed, some of the parishioners who were deemed to be not liberal enough were also blocked from going into the church. As for the PM speech, it was all about democratic slippage, emboldening Vladimir Putin. No, seriously, at least on the plus side, I didn't get manhandled by Justin's RCMP goon squad this time. Those are your rebels. Now let's round them up. So hey, Alexa, for Urban News, um, in the city hall where counter-protests just happened, uh, we are still the Saturday 5th of March, and it's two weeks after the convoy left, but they are protesting against the convoy, saying that they are full of white supremacists, racists, misogynists, and 
other other name that I'm I will not tell now but I'm coming here to see their point of view what they have to say to me and look at oh we have been treated so far let's check it out um, I'm wondering uh, what is the protest about today uh, this is a reaction to the occupation of uh, Ottawa a couple of weeks ago uh, by the truckers, and this is to show solidarity, solidarity with the community and uh, uh, emphasize love and not hate. And um, what is the damage that the convoy have caused in your life? Well, I live downtown, so I heard a lot of noise. I got... Um, uh, fumes from diesel. Uh, I had people yelling at me from trucks as they drove by. It was really nasty. I felt like I was uh, under siege. Nothing like what's going on in Ukraine right now, but I did feel under siege. Learning to live with COVID is coded language that means it's okay if disabled people die. No, it's a statement. Do you, how many science degrees do you have? I have a degree in biology. In, in biology? Okay. So you don't understand that 20% of the population... Not say I don't understand. I'll ask you a question. Well, it, okay. I'm done. I'm listening to this. Thank you. No, no, no. I'm just asking. I just try to understand what's going on. Well, this is the people who uh, had to survive uh, the occupation by the far-right convoy of, uh, of difficult people. Uh, many of them were traumatized, uh, especially the people living downtown. That maybe seeing the Canadian flag doesn't make you nervous again because we had three weeks of the Canadian flag in trucks, meaning uh, there's bullies coming, watch out. And people felt very frightened of that. Uh, you, you call the convoy the left extreme, the left wing extreme right. white? Yep. Uh, wide? Well, let's see. Um, I realized that not all of them were Nazis because, you know, only several of them had Nazi flags. I realized not all of them were white nationalists because only several of them had white nationalist flags. Um, yes, this was a very ultra-right conservative protest of, yes, anti-vaxxers who had their rights to, you know, to protest. And we lived in a city where people took over downtown to tell us no, you're a weak person. Take off that mask. It's an oppressive Illuminati conspiracy theory nonsense. Yeah, well, f them. They have enemies for life now. Every one of them. If they ever come back and brag that they were part of this convoy, they have enemies for life. Do, do, um, do you think that some of people just right here are Nazi and white supremacists as well? No, I don't think so. But maybe you Why could so? find some, you know. So what organization are you guys with? They're with Nazis of Canada. Nazis of Canada from the French And So I'm a Nazi now. No, I was just having a joke. Is it, is it the judgment? I don't know. I don't know. You came here to the judgments. You had the judgments when you came here. No, I just asked what is going on here. You're harassing people. I'm not harassing people. Yeah, you are. I'm, I'm I've been asking. watching you. You're harassing people. people. Okay, Question. I've asked you to leave. Please leave. 
I'm a public space. Uh, at the moment, I'm free you're, and I can stay You're harassing here. people. I'm not Please harassing. Leave. I'm asking I've questions. seen you following people around. Go. Yeah, because I'm asking questions. to leave. I'm asking you to leave. But what is your authority on me for asking me to leave to a public space? Oh, my God. I think all of us are feeling pretty uncomfortable, so it would be great if you'd leave. I'm just asking questions, asking, like, why... Yeah, and you've asked a bunch. I don't want to be on this. You've asked a bunch of questions. I think it's time to go. Yeah, but I'm just asking, like, what is going on here? Maybe just take a break and let everybody cool off. People are feeling uh, a, bit, a bit harassed, so maybe just take a break. Is I'm that just okay? asking questions. I've never been uh, feeling know, harassed but, but, nowhere else than but here. People, but people are telling you how they feel about it, right? And so just please hear them. Please hear them. Well, so much for that advertised theme of, quote, emphasize love, not hate, end quote, because the love kind of evaporated as soon as the questions got a little prickly, and that, of course, justified these twits to label Alexa Lavoie as a Nazi? Incredible. And joining me now is our Quebec-based lioness herself, Alexa Lavoie. How you doing there, Alexa? Hello. I'm pretty good. And you, David? <laughs> Excellent. You know, Alexa, that video was really something, but I have to say I, I wasn't really surprised I've had the misfortune of interviewing members of the lunatic left, too. And I'm always stunned that when these loons are challenged on their viewpoints, they get so easily triggered and they quickly, you know, defer to F-bombs and intimidation tactics and even outright violence. Alexa, why is that? Because they claim to be all about love, don't they? They climb about love and being like, uh, here is like no hate zone and nothing. But what I saw so far is like, they say that we, the convoy, the Freedom Convoy people were harassing them. But I was there for not even like 10 minutes that I've been harassing by myself, <laughs> by them, uh, putting some paper in my face in the camera for stopping us to film. And uh, as much violence and hate against us, I was like, what did I do so far? Just asking questions to understand what is going on here at the city hall, because he had like a big protest and I just wanted to know their point of view. And, you know, Alexa, these Antifa types, these so easily triggered leftists, they always get a free pass by the mainstream media. They, they can do no wrong. And yet, just look at how the Freedom Convoy in Ottawa for the three weeks plus it was there. Look how it was characterized by government. Look how it was depicted by the media. These were deplorables. These were white supremacists, Nazis, you name it. And yet you spent more time than anyone uh, at this company in Ottawa covering the Freedom Convoy protest. Is that what you discovered? No. So, you know, it's why I'm going to do, I'm actually um, doing a video about the Nazi flag and the Confederation flag that we saw so far on the ground. But it's what I was saying, like, first impression on the first day of the Freedom Convoy, oh, surprisingly, we saw one Confederation flag and one Nazi flag that we didn't see for the 21 next day of the Freedom Convoy. Only the first day of the protest. And, oh, we just saw it for a couple of maybe one hour or for the Confederation flag and maybe a couple of minutes for the Nazi flag. And 
all the people were against this. All tracker, all supporter was like they were not part of us. Yes. And but same if everybody was saying it, nobody wanted to show that and say, oh, maybe it was perturbated people, or maybe they were there for discredit the movement. No, they were like, oh, because we saw one flag, we will categorize the thousands and thousands and thousands of people that were there. Yes, and you're 100% right. I was there for several days myself, Alexa. Uh, we saw bouncy ca castles for little kids. We saw a hot tub. I saw people walking around the streets of downtown Ottawa that were part of the convoy with garbage bags picking up litter. Uh, mm -hmm. it, it was incredible. And on the subject of that Nazi flag, you know, uh, I'm not one to subscribe to conspiracy theories, but a lot of people have speculated if this was some Photoshop thing or maybe this was something that the anti-convoy people did. They dressed up pretending to be part of the convoy and waved a Nazi flag so as to discredit the convoy. I'm wondering, Alexa, because I know there's one media organization out there that's put out a reward. I think it's for $6,500 for the identity of that uh, person yeah. holding the swastika. And nobody's come forward. Don't you find that odd? But you need to, but you will see it in my video. Um, so the men who were carrying the uh, Confederation flag was completely masked mm -hmm. with sunglasses yep. and uh, it was really difficult to see his identity um, and for the Nazi flying had been just shown a couple of minutes on the side of a hotel and it disappeared afterwards so who can identify these people and especially oh the Nazi flag was on the side of a hotel where the headquarters of the police was on the same hotel, but no police saw it. <laughs> yeah, it, it is a mystery. And uh, you'd think there'd be a, even if he had some friends, you'd think somebody would rat him out for that $6,500 paycheck. But, you know, um, Alexa, getting back to these protesters, the counter-protests, you know, it, it's perverse. They are depicting themselves as though they're victims. You know, they heard horn honking for such a long time. Alexa, could you imagine somebody in Ukraine uh, looking at some of those stories about the post-convoy stress disorder they're suffering because some trucks were honking their horns when the people in Ukraine are getting their houses shelled by an invading Russian army? I mean, are we that soft? Are we that weak right now? Or is it just those select members on the far left? I just I just see because I ask, I say, what is the damage of your life? Like from the convoy, some people were like, I was smelling like gas and thrill from the, <laughs> the truck. And I was disturbing by the sound. And I was like. Okay, hopefully you don't live like in a country as India where I were, I've been there two times and you don't just smell the gas, you smell all other kind of uh, smell. <laughs> and I was like, that that wasn't like too bad. I was there like for months and I was not really bothered by uh, the smell. And everyone like, they were bringing the sound when we know that an injunction had been like put in place for 10 days 
on the 23 days. And after the injunction, people were more like aware of the the noise. So they, they were not honking as much as the beginning. I think at the beginning it was again what I was saying, the first impression to pass the message. We are here, we are here and we will stay. I think it's why the people was were honking um, much at the beginning. But afterwards, you were there too. It was not as noisy as the first day that the convoy have arrived on scene. No, we were staying in uh, downtown Ottawa hotels, and uh, it just sort of, you know, blended into the background noise. Uh, I I sure had to set my alarm. It didn't cost me any sleep. But, you know, Alexa, one last thing I want to talk to you about the those demonstrators who um, so easily fall into the mindset of calling you nasty names, um, walking in front of you, causing interference, threatening physical violence. To me, Alexa, that means you've won the debate without even asking a single question. If their arguments are so fragile that they get so easily triggered by your questions that they result to goon tactics, um, well, they don't have much of an argument of substance to begin with. I don't think they have any argument to give to me because I was like, I just asked you a simple question. You have the chance to explain me and to make your voice heard. I'm asking you a question and you are not able to answer properly my question. And some of my question was like, where do you take your information come from for the convoy that you say that they were Nazi and uh, white supremacists and white nationalists? Can you tell me where your information come from? And they were just like, because they are. No, no. Where you, where your information come from? And they, they were just repeating me the same thing. And I was like, okay, you, you just don't want to collaborate with me. And you don't, like, if you had at least, like, a really good information that's come from good sources, Oh, I will understand, and we can like chat around it, and we we can um, have different point of view. But we can actually reach the middle, and like you know, I can see your point. You can see uh, what I tried to ask you for question, but it it had nothing to debate. You have nothing to question about, and all my question was a result of no answer. Yeah, it's amazing. They're adults, but they act like elementary school children. Before we depart, Alexa, I'm sure our audience wants to know what the heck is happening with the investigation, if there is one, regarding you being shot at point-blank range by some sort of a canister uh, that a police officer shot you. Uh, Thankfully, it hit your thigh. I know it caused you tremendous grief and pain, but had that canister hit your head, we might not be even having this conversation today. I know Interim Chief uh, Bell is uh, hot on the trail of those who um, said nasty words to the members of the mainstream media, but has there been an investigation opened on your brutal assault, Alexa? So the complaint I've been uh, um, giving to the police and is. SIU, SIU, uh, but the SIU is not for the RCMP, and it appears that it's probably a RCMP member 
who did that. Um, so my folder had been transferred to the RCMP uh, investigation. Uh, so at this point is what I know so far about it. Uh, I know that I never received a call yet. Uh, nobody reached to me to know my version of the story, but at least I write my version on the complaint. So they probably have it on their hand on the paper. So let's see what will happen afterwards. But yeah, um, the investigation right now, the complaint has been put in place. So we'll see afterwards. Well, I'm happy to hear that. It sounds like right now it's paralysis by analysis, but we are not going to let this lie. No, sorry. No. Uh, we are going to get justice for you, Alexa. Nobody deserved that kind of hellacious treatment. Alexa, thank you for being so brave to wander into that um mass gathering of lunatics <laughs> <I know it>. <laughs> <laughs> and you handled yourself so um terrifically uh by not uh, uh kowtowing to any of their fear tactics so thank you again great video thank you very much have a great day you too alexa and folks that was alexa lavoie from quebec city keep it here more of rebel roundup to come right after this People are kind of unable to potentially reproduce due to a rise in pasteurized dairy and veganism. Mm -hmm. Veganism has risen 600% yeah. over the past seven years. And apparently 51% of adults in the U.S. are now struggling with a chronic illness. It makes sense though. We're designed to eat animals. We've been eating animal byproducts for like a bajillion years. A diet that doesn't offer you all the nutrients you're supposed to be getting would impact something like fertility. Mm -hmm. The modern American diet consists mainly of corn, wheat, and soy. Hmm. Which, that's American diet. So here in Canada, we know that our diets mainly consist of cheese curds, gravy, and french fries. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, I had that for breakfast. So we should be fine. <laughs> soy, men, soy, I'm, I'm it very doesn't work. Soy. It doesn't work. No, it can cause a zinc deficiency. It's apparently important for male fertility. So if you're a male vegetarian, you might try eating meat. You should maybe or, eat meat. Or, or a zinc supplement. Hey folks, I'm pleased to tell you that if you are a Rebel News Premium Content subscriber, you are now receiving a new show, namely Misunderstood. And as they used to say back in the vaudeville days, Misunderstood, it's a show that's all about a little song, a little dance, a little seltzer down your pants. <laughs> Actually, the show has nothing to do with what I just said. So to make sure that we are not misunderstanding anything about Misunderstood, well, who better than to bring on to the show the two co-hosts of Misunderstood, namely Natasha Biazzi and Catherine Koroznowski. Ladies, thank you so much for coming on the show. And uh, your show is just, uh, I think it just launched last month. What in Blue Blazes is misunderstood all about. <laughs> I think you nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> it's about seltzer down your pants. Yeah. <laughs> um, misunderstood is about pop culture, politics, <clears throat> and conservatism all in one fun little pink package. Yeah. Okay. We, we feel like the, the left is kind of overtaken the culture war and they've done a very good job and so we kind of wanted to bring that to Canada create a space for like young women in Canada to feel like they can connect with you know pop culture with a conservative 
POV. You know, it's very interesting, ladies, because I think you're right. When it comes to pop culture, uh, that has been co-opted by the left. Yes. I mean, Hollywood, professional sports, uh, everywhere. Look, even the comic book industry, it, there, it's a, in a complete leftist bent. Why is that? I mean, I know, Natasha, uh, we spoke about this the other day on uh, the live stream, that so much of society from education to um, uh, you know, law enforcement, the justice system, you name it, uh, has a, I would call it a Marxist bent to it. Mm -hmm. And is it all about indoctrinating people, uh, young people, that is, not how to think, but what to think? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> like effectively, yeah. <laughs> I think part of it maybe too is that um, so many of these artists and left-wing people, like art is such an emotional thing and their emotions, I, I think like the the left really plays at people's emotions and that's why they're able to kind of capture them and indoctrinate them a little easier because, you know, your heart your heart speaks, you know, like mm. it, you're, you're easily motivated by that, I think. Yeah, um, we talked about this on an episode we did a few weeks ago. Uh, it was an article, it was, uh, feelings don't care about your facts and mm -hmm. it was all about and it kind of opened my eyes because we all we've all heard the term facts don't care about your feelings but yes. when you flip it mm -hmm. people don't want to be yelled at about statistics sometimes they want an emotional answer to something that's an emotional problem so when you're just like oh yeah but like the facts the facts like what really happened it's like that can push people away and mm -hmm. we're trying to gently bring people to not our side, but to open their own eyes so that they can look at the world and be think critically about what's going on around them. And here's the thing, Catherine. Can we have these honest discussions anymore with no. all the wokeism <laughs> out there? We live in a day and age of cancel culture. I remember classical liberals of half a century ago, they argued about things like freedom of speech, freedom of expression. Now you say one wrong thing. It's the death penalty. Yep. You are uh, persona non grata. We've seen it time and time again. What is driving that? That's a good question. I think people are letting their emotions rule them. Mm. I think that I think that's a thousand percent it. I think it's just like a, a, a arms race about who can be the most offended, and we've taken it way too far. And so, and it, this isn't something else we've talked about on the show. If the left keeps canceling people, mm -hmm. we're gonna have more people on the right because they're all gonna be canceled. And like, as the needle moves far and far more left, mm -hmm. we're gonna have a bigger group on our side. So we're like, go ahead, like cancel whoever you want yeah. because we- We'll take them. Exactly, we'll yeah. take them. Like when you get canceled, come to the left, or sorry, come to the right because we're happy to have you and we'll have conversations with you. And hopefully we won't be bigots yeah. like they are on the left and just be like, oh, you said this, you said that, that's so wrong. It's like, let's have a conversation. We can change, people can change yeah. their views, they can learn. These are things be the forgiving. left doesn't do, yeah. Be you know what, I'm building on that, ladies. I think if we jump into the hot tub time machine and go back 50 <laughs> or 60 years ago, if you looked at it, um, you know, the hippies were the cool ones on campus, the ones protesting the Vietnam mm -hmm. War, you know, uh, requesting more civil rights. And right now, I would make the argument that if you are rebellious, you are right of center mm -hmm. yeah, on campus. Absolutely. And attaching that to what we've seen the last two years with the pandemic, what I see in terms of the indoctrination is that if there's one demographic that is all in with what big government and big bureaucrats and big medicine are telling us, it's the younger people. Yeah. They are masked up, even when even in places they don't have to be masked up. And I'm just wondering, geez, half a century ago, you were the rebels on yeah. campus. Now you're the sheep. 
How do you make sense of that? I don't. Yeah, I, I think we talked about this earlier on the live stream. I think social media's really um, had a big impact on people because there's so much so social pressure and it's all public now. Um, so it's like if you post something, let's say, in favor of rebel news and your left wing friends see that or someone else or an employer, they're going to pounce on you and your <laughs> reputation is basically done like you're over and there's like we talk about cancel culture and stuff um it's just so easy to be canceled and i think that's why people are so scared to swim upstream mm -hmm. mm. i think um something that brought me to christianity actually pretty recently was i found that these pastors who are getting thrown in jail they're like so rock and roll they're like badasses yes. <laughs> and i was like i didn't realize christianity was so freaking badass yeah. and it used to be musicians who were saying, you know, be yourself, be authentic, whatever. But they're now telling you, get ma get vaxxed, mask up, otherwise mm -hmm. you can't come see us play. And I'm seeing more of a rebellious nature that speaks to my rebellious spirit coming from like the church, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's crazy. It's because they're rebels with a cause. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know? just look at, you know, from several weeks ago, Neil Young trying to mm -hmm. deplatform uh, Mr. Rogan. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you're right. When you look at the Pavlowskis, uh, they are you know, the badass, kick-ass freedom fighters. And yet when we look at the role of government, I think last year, ladies, the most overlooked, underreported story was all the Catholic churches mm -hmm. that had been burned, burned or vandalized or defaced with graffiti. It, it was, not only was it a non-story, but you had, I think it was Gerald Butt saying, oh, he understands. Yeah. Could you imagine if those had been, say, mosques or Hindu or Sikh temples? I mean, I think there'd be a royal inquiry launch right and now. And there should be. Like, yeah. no place of worship should be burned down. That should be a hard stop. I even had people on my personal Instagram when I posted about, like, I was like, hey, maybe let's not burn churches. And people were like, yeah, but, you know, yeah. after everything the Catholic Church has done. And I'm like, no, 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 stop right there. Let's not burn yeah. churches. Well, yeah, I think there is a clear attack on the Christian church in Canada. I mean, look at Bill C-4. It's 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 effectively censoring and silencing pastors from speaking the like a biblical truth about marriage and sexuality and stuff like that. Like, there's definitely a clear focus, I think, to... I don't know if it's to eradicate the church, but there's something happening there for sure. Yeah, and I think it's absolutely shameful. Yeah. Uh, tell me, we have lived through two years like no other. Uh, this pandemic, um, I think really the real virus was about overbearing government control <laughs> as opposed to something that was wiping out the population. Tell me, when we, you look back at the last two years, and my goodness, there's so many examples to choose from, what do you think were the most egregious acts again by government, by health authorities, by bureaucracies in terms of stifling our rights and freedoms, ladies? Pa pastors in jail comes to mind. Sure. Arthur Pulaski still in jail today. Solitary, Solitary confinement. confinement. Yeah. Um, masking kids. I think now I was going to say masking children, I think, is mm -hmm. the worst um, it's completely stifled their development. It's, I mean, the, the effect the pandemic's had on kids is evil. Like mm. they aren't able to socialize. Mm -hmm. I mean, their their grades are in like in the garbage can. Like it's just, it hasn't been good for them. No, I agree. And you know, it, what's really, I find uh, equally disturbing uh, in Ontario as of March 1st, uh, the uh, Vax Pass has been canceled. Come March 21st, the mask mandate is canceled. And yet, you see businesses that are no longer under the tyranny of government, ladies, 
And they're saying, no, you want to take a seat in our restaurant? You're still going to show me your medical history in terms of the back pass. And I bet you come the 21st, there's going to be businesses that say, yeah. I still want you wearing the face diaper. What's happened? Well, I think it's going to be interesting when when I'm questioned in public when I'm not wearing a mask, people often say, well, it's a bylaw. It's a bylaw. Mm -hmm. So when it's no longer a bylaw, what's the excuse? What's the excuse? <laughs> and when it's saying, well, OK, Dr. Kieran Moore, the chief medical officer for Ontario, is saying you don't need to wear a mask anymore, like it trust the science is out the window, too. So like, right. what will they say? And I think it's up to a business like, again, as a conservative, I think the business has the right to, to, choose. to choose to do that. I also will just not go there. That's yeah. fine. I think that's a great point. Yeah. yeah. All right, then. Well, listen, I uh, we're almost out of break track here, ladies. Is there anything I neglected to ask you about that you think would be very relevant to future viewers of Misunderstood? Yeah, I just think it's really important to care about culture. I know that like the news and politics is really important, but if you don't if you don't try to win back the culture wars, like you can't win young people over and young people are the future of mm -hmm. this nation. Like our, our vote matters and what we think matters because like we've talked about on our show, like we're future lawyers, politicians. Yeah. And if you don't capture us while we're young and impressionable, like this country is going to go to the crapper. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> so, you know, engage with culture. Um, and, you know, allow yeah. young people to have a voice to talk about Kim Kardashian because Kim <laughs> Kardashian influences people. Yeah, unfortunately. She broke the internet. Yes, she does. Yeah, <laughs> that was years ago, David. Okay. She's had like seven more buttons. Somebody, somebody's taped it up again, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Best of luck with the show. I've enjoyed the episodes you've aired so much uh, so far. And oh, uh, you watch it? <laughs> <laughs> I send him links. Okay. <laughs> there, there you go. And, and thank you so much for coming on. There, there you have it, folks. Uh, Nat and Cat, as they're known as here at Rebel News, they're witty, they're charming, they even drive cool cars. If only they drove standard, then they'd be perfect females. They can drive standard. I cannot. She can drive standard. Keep it, keep it here. More of Rebel Roundup to come right after this. On Friday afternoon, all were welcome to attend Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's whiz-bang photo-op session at a Toronto-Ukrainian Catholic church. Well, not everyone. You see, while the Justin Trudeau liberals can't stop talking about diversity and inclusion, there's precious little tolerance for, well, diversity of opinions, and there's pretty much zero tolerance for espousing critical views pertaining to this current federal government. Trudeau desperately wants to be seen as a strong man, but the truth is he's got very thin skin and an ego that's so easily bruised. How else do you explain the fact that F. Trudeau flags are apparently banned from being displayed upon Parliament Hill these days? Check out this video footage from Saturday. What? What's the problem? Are they saying that's they're saying, they're that's saying banned that, now? They're saying that fuck Trudeau flags are not allowed on the hill. Ah, is it? That's a new law, is it? Yeah. Can I just <laughs> no, I, no, go for it. You know, all things considered, it's we've had it worse than that. <laughs> So I guess they're uh, saying that um, that uh, this is a. They're saying this sign is not allowed anymore. 
Oh. Well, I, this, this must be personally from Justin. I. <laughs> well, so much for freedom of expression. In any event, we visited St. Demetrius the Great Martyr Ukrainian Catholic Church in West End, Toronto, back on Friday to see what the PM had to say and knock me down with a feather. We yet again discovered that the only media allowed inside a Trudeau presser were those journalists who are state-funded trained SEALs, you know, members of the CBC and CTV and the like. Justin knows full well that when it comes to media coverage, it's a prudent strategy to have the scribes dependent upon federal government funding. So it is the Canadian mainstream media these days is a real-life ministry of truth, an Orwellian journalistic version of the sinkhole, albeit sacred cow, that is SNC-Lavalin. Now, guarding the entrance was a pair of presumably undercover Mounties. I say presumably, folks, because the RCMP, well, these members of law enforcement don't tend to identify themselves, nor do they provide badge numbers these days. So let's just call this power couple, oh, I don't know, Mr. and Mrs. Dudley Do-Right. And the Do-Rights quickly informed us we were media non grata Check it out. It's for invited guests and media only. Right, we are media. Invited guests or media only. Please, be... please get that out of my face. I, why are you afraid? Because, no, I just, I don't feel comfortable okay. with you having this this close to me. Really? I thought because your uh, fellow henchman roughed me up in December. Do you remember that? I was not there. Okay. So, we're media, so why can't we get in? It's uh, by invitation only. In the media, by invitation only? Yes. Okay. So, in other words, CTV, CBC, it's only state-funded media that can come in here. Is that correct? I don't know the answer to that. Sir, we don't choose who comes. We have a list. I go by the list, and we're following orders. You're just following orders, right? Doing my job. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to do my job, which is the report. And so why can CTV and CBC, there's their van right there. Why can they get in and we can't? I have no idea. It's only the state-funded media? I can't answer that. Okay, then. Yeah. So can you find out what the answer is then? First of all, media is already in and doors are now closed. There's a list. Unfortunately, you're not on the list. And that's all I can tell you. Well, the event isn't scheduled for, is it 5 o'clock, I believe? And Justin Trudeau is always late, so what difference does it make if they go in? I'm not sure what you're not understanding, sir. Well, I'm not understanding because the event hasn't started. The Prime Minister's not here yet, correct? I can't speak to that. Okay. Well, if there's not a problem with us getting in, we're not interrupting anything, what's the issue then? The issue is you're not on the list and the doors are now closed. That's what the issue is. So it was that we were banished from going inside the church. And as we discovered just moments later, we were also banned from standing outside the church, too, under threat of being arrested for trespassing. Gee, so much for sanctuary. Check it out. We're at the. Yeah, who are you? I'm with the RCMP. Okay, what's your, your name and your badge number? Sir, can I ask you? Your name and your badge number. Are you going to be trespassing while you're here, sir? Your name and your badge number. You're obligated to give that to no. me. No. 
Or oh, you're going to beat me up like you did in December? I wasn't around in December. Oh, no, you didn't. You, you know nothing. You saw nothing. Huh? You're refusing then to remove the sidewalk. What? We're, we're, yeah, we're media and we're covering the event. Sidewalk. Your name and your badge number. Moving to the sidewalk. Your name and your badge number. That's fine. I'll get Toronto Police for you. That's how they roll, folks. I'm on, I'm not even in the church. I'm on a driveway. And again, he doesn't give his name, his badge number. He could be Joe Blow. You know, I'm pinching myself, folks. Are we still living in Canada or are we in North Korea? Then again, I should consider myself lucky. Astute viewers of Rebel News might recall what happened to me at the hands of Trudeau's Royal Canadian Mounted Henchmen back in December. Namely, I was physically manhandled for the egregious crime of standing on a public sidewalk. Check it out. What are you doing? Get, it, get off me! Hey, I can... Hey, this is assault. Move. I'm on a side... Move. I'm on a sidewalk. I am on a side... What is this? You cannot touch me. No question of order. Hey! Are you kidding? Are you kidding? I told you. What is this? You can't. Am I under arrest? Oh, sunny ways, sunny ways indeed. And get this, folks, once ensconced in that Ukrainian Catholic church, Justin bemoaned that the so-called slippage in democratic values is what has emboldened Vladimir Putin to invade Ukraine. Yeah, this cat wants to censor the internet. This is the guy who invoked the Emergencies Act for shutting down a peaceful protest. He actually said that. Sorry, Trudeau, but when it comes to slippage, you're more slippery than a German bobsled team on a greased track. In any event, you had plenty to say about our tone-deaf and uber-hypocritical Prime Minister, Ryan Mack, writes, Castro making an appearance at a church while not too long ago he was happy to ignore the vandalism and burning of churches. But he's a real class act. Oh, indeed. And I should point out, there were counter-protesters outside the church, and some of them were congregants of that church. Why weren't they invited in? Well, one demonstrator said the priests determined they weren't left-wing enough. And God forbid that Trudeau should be asked an impolite question. Unbelievable. Dan Bessler writes, Never in my life have I seen a prime minister use goons with no badge numbers and no names. Totally the law of the land. Well, I think it's the law of the land too, Dan. Uh, but then again, by his actions, Justin Trudeau fancies himself above the law. So little wonder, really, that the Royal Canadian Mounted Henchmen think likewise. <laughs> Janice Cheval writes, Poor Ukrainian Catholic Church in Toronto probably has to be exorcised <laughs> from demons after he left. Wow, that would be one heck of a job indeed. But if anyone knows an exorcist out there that wants to take on such a Herculean challenge, uh, well, let, let's hear it. I'm gung-ho to cover that event, even if it turns out to be scarier than that 1973 horror classic. 
Deft Anesthetic writes, sometimes this reporter is in la-la land. It took a few seconds of the footage for me to understand that it was invite only. This is a non-story. Find better things to cover and stop acting like my teenage daughter when she doesn't get her way. Well, actually, Mr. Deft, it's not a non-story at all. The fact that Justin only allows the state-funded train seals of the mainstream media inside a church to cover his photo op is an appalling restriction when it comes to freedom of the press. Assuming you support the very concept of a free press, that is. And by the way, tell your daughter I'm on her side. Drift Racer B writes, This country becomes more like a communist country every day. I have spent enough time in China to know the difference. And right now, I feel less free in Canada than I have ever felt in China. Wow. You know, just imagine a leader of a Western democratic country proclaiming his love for the basic dictatorship that is China, which is what Trudeau did several years ago. How unsettling is that? But here's the deal. Trudeau visiting a Ukrainian church in Toronto or hobnobbing with leaders in Europe has nothing at all to do with the PM doing anything of value regarding the Ukrainian invasion. Justin just seems to want to look like he's doing something sincere when it comes to ending the bloodshed. And the hope for quid pro quo, well, it's gratification from the Ukrainian-Canadian community via the ballot box. Well, sorry, Mr. Prime Minister, I happen to know a lot of people of Ukrainian descent. They're not so easily duped. And they sure aren't buying what you're selling, which is to say, sir, so many of them originally emigrated to Canada to flee tyranny, and they can spot a tyrant in the making from a kilometer away. Well, that wraps up another edition of Rebel Roundup. Thanks so much for joining us. See you next week. And hey, folks, never forget, without risk, there can be no glory. Good night.